This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. But I, people can know I have a, a little a little monster at home. Uh, the little monsters already have a Halloween costume for this year, or no? He does not. We are we've been talking about it literally every night at dinner, and he loves to talk about it. And I told him this week we have to lock it in because if we're <laughs> gonna make it, like I prefer. My parents had a strict rule about it had to be a homemade costume. Like they wouldn't take us to buy like a bagged yeah. costume. And I'm kind of holding on to that, not in such a strict way. Last year he was Mando and was a you know a costume that my parents sent him. Oh, <laughs> I, see. Um, yeah, it changes when you're a grandparent. But so yeah, if we're gonna make something, we need a month to like, you know, make sure it looks good. He was the Mandalorian. Did he have a baby Yoda with him? No, he did not. Oh. I tried to I tried to glom onto the costume and say like I could be baby Yoda. Yeah. Um, and he was like, no, <laughs> I would love to have seen you as like full-size baby Yoda next to him as a like, uh, like, 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 uh, is it Kyle Booney who did that on SNL? Oh yeah. He does. <laughs> Great big Yoda. Yeah. Uh, a mutual friend of ours is doing for their kid. Who's no more than four. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Marty McFly from Back to the Future nice. and has done a tremendous amount of work to put together a homemade costume and yeah. gone into great detail, like has people that are like, you know, found a, a vest that worked or a shirt that works, but the pockets are too high. So they're moving the pockets to where. Oh, my gosh. Swears that the kid asked for this and wants it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm only doing what they want. <laughs> He really wanted to be Marty McFly for okay, okay, sure he did. Yeah, in 2020 when we were in quarantine, um, Des watched the Beastie Boys video for Intergalactic a bunch. He loved it because yeah. it was a robot and a monster, uh-huh. and so I was like, "We'll be the Beastie Boys," and he was like, "Sure." You know, he was still really small, and I made the costumes for you know they wear while they're going around. Um, and it became this like funnel for all of my creativity and anxiety. Like I was making, like we looked great. I'll send you a picture, but <laughs> yeah, he he and he had fun. He loved it. He was like, "We're the Beastie Boys," but he, I knew the whole time. I was like, "This is me. I'm doing this. <laughs> this is about me." hey kid name one song name one song what's uh what was their second album what was the follow-up it was paul's boutique you don't know you don't know (laughs) yeah it's funny because i keep trying to show him more beastie boys he likes the music when i play it but videos and he just doesn't he's like why aren't they wearing you know the vest and the like hazmat suit like where he doesn't believe that it's the beastie boys he said like i don't get sabotage like what's that (laughs) (laughs) just running 
See, kid, all right, first kid, I'm going to have to show you a bunch of 70s uh, police dramas. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's he was much more willing to jump onto the like uh, monster movie aesthetic than, you know, he's like as a, as a child, a small boy. He was he was immediately spoke that language. So this is Blizzom Buddies. No, wait, I already said it wrong. <laughs> Blizzom Buddies. This is Bosom Bloodies, a Halloween how-to podcast. Bosom Bloodies, Bosom Bloodies, Bosom Bloodies. Bosom Bloodies. Yeah, because uh, you and I, we're Bosom Buddies, and Halloween is gruesome and bloody. I did yep. I did consider briefly gruesome buddies. I thought oh. that's that's good too. Should we change it? Is gruesome buddies better? No, because I mean I like it, but gruesome buddies sounds like we have done something <laughs> bad together. <laughs> gruesome. Uh, yeah, something like we have a secret that we'll both take to the grave for each other. Right. Did you have a name? You had some names that you thought of too, right? Did you have a favorite? Um. That? Yes, I thought of children of the candy corn um and scream queen city oh, that's right i like that one <laughs> yeah um but they're pretty specific <laughs> painting ourselves into a box of candy would be pretty tough. those episode titles for sure when we interview jamie lee curtis on here we'll call that one scream oh queen she'll queen. love that yes i would die set of lungs like that she yeah so what's your uh relationship to to halloween is it is it safe to say it's your favorite holiday or is it just a good holiday 100 favorite holiday That's my right. son was asking about christmas yesterday and i was like whoa 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 you cannot blow past <laughs> my favorite holiday and i don't think i'm alone you know i when i was younger my family was very into halloween and much more in, than the people around me, it seemed. But as I've gotten older, I feel like everybody is, if it's not their favorite, people are down with Halloween like in a big way these days. It is. I think it's growing too. I think it's getting bigger. I think yeah. you were saying earlier that people have stuff out. It's uh, you know, not even October yet. And people have yard decorations out already. Yeah. I and think, I think we both think things at the same, at the same time. At the same time, but not the same that's, things. So you say you think. I would say I think that especially in the past few years with pandemic, people are like, I just want to feel something. And so <laughs> like they're like giving themselves permission to celebrate whatever holiday they want to. And however early, like as soon as Halloween is over, Christmas will begin. And, you know, maybe before that for some people. And, you know, that's OK. I was judgy about that at first. But then I was like, I'm not going to yuck someone's yum like this is. This is there's there's space in the world for everyone to have their favorites. But yeah, Halloween has always been a big deal. It was a big deal for my parents. They were very uh, insistent that we have creative homemade costumes every year. Um, the candy trade that happened at our table was a big deal. We had traditions around it. Like every night, every Halloween, we ate uh, Sloppy Joe's. Uh, so that's like the traditional Halloween meal in my family. <laughs> Um, sloppy joes yeah sloppy joes and okay. salad with french dressing because it's orange i think i don't know 
Um, <laughs> that's the only time of year that we have French dressing. But yeah, what about what about you? Uh, where's Halloween in your life? Uh, yeah, you know what? I I do love Christmas, but Halloween edges it out. To me, they're two sides of the same coin, right? Mm. I think you know that's what the Nightmare Before Christmas is all about in my mind. It's uh, yeah. You know, yeah, and the the one you kind of pull people close to you and you celebrate all the great things in the world. And remember that no matter what else is going on, we we really love each other. And then for Christmas, no, no, that wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then in the other one, it's like, you know, can we scare people away? Can we make them regret coming to our, our house or... Yeah, you just, you know, celebrate the creepy and icky and odd and weird. And so that's kind of what it's been for me. I think it's uh, the same reason that I think people like coffee or roller coasters, right? It's like mm-hmm. it activates something in our brains that has been subdued because uh, life is really easy now, right? So, right. I mean, it's not a coincidence that it's a U.S. holiday and probably celebrated here bigger than anywhere else. Yeah. Speaking to uh, a friend uh yesterday as a matter of fact who is in australia she moved to australia and is so bummed trying to get up about halloween because it's her favorite holiday and in right. australia it's just like eh. is it yeah. like just the day for kids with candy it's not i don't i didn't get the sense so uh, maybe we should have her on and it kind of explain uh what how australians view it but it was it's not even that it's like like we might view St. Patrick's Day, like oh yeah, it'll be something. We'll we'll go out that night and have a. It's know. contained, yeah. It's very yeah, contained yeah. within the day. It's not something that people like look forward to and spend time thinking about. They don't. Nobody's making a podcast about it. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. I that's a sad world. I don't want to live in that world. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? But here's the thing: like, uh, they have the scariest creatures on earth notoriously there. And so they don't need to manufacture it. Right, that's true. So many things can kill you in Australia. Far too dangerous. This snake could have enough venom to kill me and a hundred other blokes out here in the West. What an honor to share territory, share space with such a beautiful animal. Oh, steamer. I gotta tell you, I'd rather deal with this snake than a lot of people I know. I reckon that people are much more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I, this if is... we go to a haunted house, it's just filled with like Australian creatures and that would be the scariest haunted house that anybody would <laughs> Right. Spiders, like just 10 different kinds of spiders that can kill you. I think There's it was something... fine as, as a kid, as an adult, I, I think I grew to like it more and to look forward to it every year. So, you know, part of it was being able to do something with my kids. Mm-hmm. Definitely as an adult, I've gotten more and more. This picture that's behind me, this is, it was on the board for a community theater. And for two years, we did a haunted theater as a fundraiser. <laughs> so oh, that's was, a good idea. I was the big bad at the uh, end of the. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. We'll have to put that up with the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And there's something about Halloween too. That's like the time of year. It's like, you're about to head into the time that's like cold, like everything is dead and cold. That I think is like, like you said, it's attached to some part of the brain that's like this animal part of the brain that like knows what's coming, which is interesting. But then you got Christmas like right after that. So it's kind of a 
kind of a quick uh quick turn i think we need christmas during the when it happens what's this what's this there's color everywhere what's this there's white things in the air what's this i can't believe my eyes i must be dreaming wake up jack this is what is this haven't you heard of peace on earth and goodwill toward men cool well you should tell people about us a little bit what would i'll go first i'll share i am kale evans and i'm Live uh, outside of Charlotte. I'm in Salisbury, North Carolina. I uh, am in corporate training during the day and at night. I run Queen City Comedy and I'm a member of uh, several troops, including Now Are the Foxes, voted best improv troupe in Charlotte for the past two years. <laughs> Amazing. You think about what's been happening in the past two years. It's uh, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's Apparently, that's what it takes to be voted best is to not do anything. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Improv Charlotte, which is where I met Glennis, and uh, yeah, and others, Charlotte Comedy Theater. We just finished our big comedy festival. It's the first time back since the beginning of the Panini. Yep. It was, it looked amazing. I did not get to participate, but that festival has only gotten, like, it's grown so much. So Yeah, quickly. this year was scaled way back, uh, but we still had <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic and Conan O'Brien and uh, Comedy Bang cool. Bang. Yeah, it's a, it a lot of fun. Oh, and I also do a podcast called The Podcast from Hell on the Queen City Podcast Network. Plug, plug. Takes place uh, entirely in hell and we meet demons and stuff. So you think that would be enough. But how about you? What do you got going on? Um, I'm Glennis O'Donohue. And uh, these days I am a full-time parent, mother uh, to a small child who is amazing, but man, it is a hard job. <laughs> it is <laughs> a hard job and I have yet to uh, get a paycheck, which is really weird. I need to, what? I need to, I need to, uh, you know, touch base with HR about that. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> before that happened, before that big life change, I was doing improv and comedy and acting and producing in Charlotte. I'm here in the Queen City. And doing this podcast is kind of an exciting step back into something that's not related to <laughs> school or carpool or colds and all the fun things that come along with uh, a little person. And I am married to one of the funniest people alive, Sam Hatch, who was also, nope, uh, he's also was part of Improv Charlotte with Kale, though. We were all together and um that's right you met of... uh doing improv together right we did we did <laughs> we met doing improv in college we're going to be married 10 years this october which is crazy in your many theater roles have you done any that are you know would be considered halloween related or spooky yes i was in i'm from my family's up in connecticut and while i was up there i did a ghost tour <laughs> so i was a like a dead woman giving a ghost tour through this old <laughs> graveyard in west hartford and i was an actual person like they gave me the woman's name and like you know what they knew about her um the noah webster society put it on so it was very historical and it was fun i i had a good time doing it there was one woman who she was like young and drunk and got like really mad at me because I was saying like you know I tried to take care of my family before I died and she was like this is bullshit you didn't do anything <laughs> you wanted and I was like 
girl please like i agree with you but i'm playing a woman from like hundreds of years ago i don't know what you want from me <laughs> so she like heckled me the whole tour it was you know <laughs> that was uh one of the more memorable things about that but it was cool it was fun to walk around a graveyard like every night in october and in a new new england town did you work off of a script or did you improvise or both um it was improvised it was so we would like walk from like there were different graveyards that they had like stories about people whose graves they were and i would like lead them around so like i knew things about the woman i was playing but other than that i just was I was flying by the seat of my petticoat. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it was intense. That was a while ago now. Yeah. How long did you do it? I think it was two weeks. It was like the two weeks before Christmas. Uh, nope, before Halloween. <laughs> uh. That would be weird if I was just running my uh, my own ghost tour before Christmas. I also did a uh, show called Ripcord with Warehouse Performing Arts Center. Are you familiar with Ripcord at all? No, what I was going to ask. Ripcord. David Lindsay Abair. Oh, okay. Anyway, there's a scene. Uh, so the two ladies that live in a nursing home that are kind of pranking each other is the premise. Uh, it's it's really, it's kind of a wild, wacky play, but it has like some good heart and good moments as well. Uh, but there's a, all the, the rest of us play multiple characters throughout. And the first character that I play is uh, like an insane clown at a, um, uh, at a haunted house. <laughs> so i've also had pictures of me in the uh insane clown makeup and uh co-star was in like a spooky lady makeup oh man that no the... david did he write wonder of the world too david oh you know what i know exactly what else david Lindsay a bear wrote <laughs> and it was uh he's a famous playwright an american playwright lyricist and screenwriter he received the pulitzer prize for drama in 2007 for the play <laughs> rabbit hole oh god that play was <laughs> the play is a bummer on this show we will be um reviewing <laughs> plays as well. yes, uh, it's a, a shared passion yeah um he, he wrote I, shrek the musical he should be shot for that <laughs> hey you have to pay the bills we all know this oh, that's true he also wrote wonder of the world which i was in and i was one of the characters that played a bunch of different characters okay. and i was also a clown like a crazy clown with a knife he's clearly working through something wow i need to see some more of his stuff to see if kimberly akimbo has a clown in it We should yeah. get into, you know, what the fascination with evil clowns is. That's definitely a, a thing. That's so. yeah, that could be a whole that could be a whole podcast. It's scary <laughs> it, clowns. It will be at least an episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh so what other kind of stuff will we talk about uh throughout this fun adventure? We're talking about a lot. We've got tricks, we've got treats, mm -hmm. we've got scary movies, Halloween candies, traditions. Some creepy pasta, some scary Ooh. stories. What else? Well, we'll do some top ten lists. Mm -hmm. We'll have some guests on, maybe some guests that have some great stories, either some Halloween stories or some uh, spooky, scary stories. We'll do some tips and tricks to make your Halloween the best ever. Halloween related news and tidbits. If it's you know what, if it's Halloween related, 
we're going to touch on it at least a little bit. Yes, that is our promise. <laughs> well, good. I'm looking forward to a couple things. One, getting to get a little bit closer to Halloween stuff and, uh, you know, engage with that in a little bit different way and to bring some of my favorite things forward to people who are listening so they can discover some of the cool stuff that I think is out there. And I'm looking forward to getting to hang out with Glennis, which I have not been able to do in a long, long time. So I know I'm excited. I'm like a zombie coming back to life through this (laughs) podcast (laughs) to stay on theme. Um, I think it's going to be great. I can't wait to to gab with you and also to get people in the spirit because it really is like a season. Spooky season is a thing. And, you know, down here it's hard because it's hot for so long, but it's been cool in a couple mornings and it's, it's the weather is coming. The I weather think. is coming. Yes, the weather is coming. Literally, there's a hurricane bearing down on us right now. It's true. What's this? Ian? Is that right? Ian. Hurricane Ian. Oh, Tropical man. depression by the time it gets to us, but still. Still spooky, spooky for Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, you know what? We should have come up with a great bit of what we close with. Uh, a sign off. Episode. So, uh, whatever it is, let's just drop it right here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. How's it hanging? I'm David Pumpkins, and I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> 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 queencitypodcastnetwork.com